0: G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt, uh, powered by puntingform.com.au, Australia, the world's easily the best, number one, very, very good, horse racing database, uh, Mark Roden, Cochin Soda, as I'll refer to him on the show, because we've got two Marks here, Mark Roden, and obviously Mark Sheen, the great man, how are you boys? Yeah, I'm alright, um, my namesake, Trent
1: Cochin had a pretty good night last night, um, leading the Tigers to a 14 goal win, so the Tiger train's rolling along again.
0: At what point do you turn it off? Last night, oh, I only half watched the, the last quarter to be honest. Yeah. Swan's looking pretty good considering we pumped you like so. Yeah, anyway.
1: that, yeah, coach. They don't hand the cup out in April, mate. So we'll, we'll see you at the end of the year.
0: <laughs> you got to remember, Mark Sheen. This bloke's like bloke team was no good for a very, very long time. They've won <laughs> three of the last four. And listen to the way he speaks; it's unbelievable. Well,
2: anyway, how are you? team very similar. <laughs> I didn't get the email about getting dressed up today either. I know that. Neither did either, either of you did. No, you're wearing a
0: tie. What, what's going on there? Just showing that I can like dress well oh. if I wanted to. All right. I don't always have to wear a hoodie. Yeah. It's day two of the championships. I thought if I did like a really nice video, maybe we could trick like someone at the championships into retweeting us. Didn't work. Anyway.
1: <laughs> well, Let there's no how you go with
0: it. Yeah. No good. Anyway, race one, boys. We've got 10 races. We're going to go through each and every race. We're going to obviously skip through some of them quicker than others um, so the show doesn't go for two hours. Um, race one is over the 600 metres. It's for the two-year-olds. It's a listed race. There's only three races on the card that aren't group races. This is one of those three. Mark Roden, what are you? what's the map look like here? Uh,
1: well, uh, Converge and or Morris's Middow, I think, will be vying for the lead, with uh, Wolfburn probably taking the trail up to 1,600, but Converge led in over 14 last time and may look to do so again, but Morris is my dad leading one um, at Hawkesbury, so those two will sort it out between themselves,
2: I think. And Mark Shane,
1: have
2: you got a bet here, or a thought here? Uh, yeah, like Morris is my dad, um, Converge has probably got the best form line, but it's a have seen taller Shetland ponies than it, so I'm gonna let it slide uh, won't get control here. You wouldn't think or if it does it's gonna have to do a bit of work So it's got Morris as dad and Wolfburn who are stable mates, So I don't know that they'll cut at each other So I did like Morris as dad's uh, win at Hawkesbury where it beat the older horses Got control there, and he looks to me like he wants a mile. So uh, I'm probably gonna be on him uh, either that or or lay converge if it uh, Parades no good
1: yeah, I'm thinking along the same lines. I haven't come up with Morris's mid-dad. I think Converge was flattered. I mean, th- that does look the strongest form in the race. He's second to safe last start, but he, he had a pretty easy time in front and what turned out to be a dynamite rail, and he, he still wasn't able to get the job done, so I couldn't take a short sure price about him. Um, I, I'm not desperate to bet in this race. I, I'm i giving a leg on a chance whose form looks pretty... Average, um, he was well down the track in the VRC size, but he sort of went to the line untested in that, so just sort of put a line through that. And then he really didn't seem to get around Mornington last start. I mean, that was a bad race, but he could just be looking for the um Rambic mile, it might suit The big track 1600, they'd switch states with it, obviously had some kind of opinion of it. He could be a chance. I just said, uh, as I'm just looking at dynamics, he's just shortened a point as I spoke. Uh, so he, the value might disappear with him. Also, wanted to give number six Akahata a chance, but um, it was around double figures yesterday, and it's tightened up overnight as well. So, as I well said, not a race I'm desperate to bet him. I be think sure. that Allegro
2: has been in two very slowly run races, and the, he looks like he's going to get a lot more speed there on Saturday. So, yeah, yeah I thought he had some chance as well, up to sixteen hundred for sure. Yeah.
0: I, yeah, I think Mark's being kind there. That the race of Moonton was a fucking disgrace. It yeah. was, it, but it was like not even a trial, and. Um, very very hard as we know to sort of know how to handle that. It could be a really good thing for the horse or it could be awful Yeah,
1: yeah true, but uh, I'm just saying unsuited unsuited and likely to be suited on Saturday. That's just the thought process
0: Maurice's me dad is currently 340 everywhere. Does it start shorter? Do we get set now? Yeah,
2: I don't know if it'll start shorter it's, um, Although they do latch onto to them sometimes at the races, you don't know what they're gonna start depends if some of the syndicates like them or not, and they just keep betting. Very hard to pick up these days.
0: All right, race two is a fourteen hundred meter race for the three year olds. Um, Ellsberg for Timmy Clark's favourite. Is he? Is he moved over to Thai Angler now, full time?
2: Yeah, I think Josh Parr and Tim Clark have both moved to Thai, So I'm not sure what happened there with Johnny Walter. Sounds bit hot, but
1: anyway. Um, Cochin, speed map here. Speed map here. Uh, You've got Yardstick and, I'll just get it up here, Ellsberg uh, contesting the lead. Yardstick's gone, I would say, too hard at its last two, so they might try and uh, ride it a bit more patiently, which would give Ellsberg the chance to even joint lead or lead. And I thought Sagacious was the other one who'd be up there. Uh, Holyfield's best run Last prep was when he led, but with these two inside him, I don't know if he'll be able to get across. And they might have to have to decide whether they want to push on and, and fight for that um, front spot with the other two or three of them, or try and get in somewhere in midfield.
0: He was ridden cold first up, last prep off two trials. He's had three trials this preparation. Holyfield, so favourite to be half cold, but you never it was know. ridden cold. All
1: right, first up, last time, and then very differently the start after.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Mark? Um, I'm a bit of a fan of Ellsberg as a horse. I think with no weight on his back here in a soft draw. So had two trials, uh, no blinkers in either trial. Um, I think he sets up nicely here. Private Eye has gone back to the trials and put blinkers on. He travelled much better in the trial than he did at Rose Hill, where he paraded uh, very poorly before the race. So could be an improver. Look, he is a winner, this horse, but he does have to give Ellsberg four and a half kilos and a start. So. I think Ellsberg will be in the perfect position here. Rainbow Connection was a good run at Warwick Farm, but I think they found him at the price now. Has been uh, uh, back the last couple of days, but uh, I like Ellsberg here.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm very similar. I just want a bit better than three twenty odd. I've got. Do you go. think you get it? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, they a bit in one twenty three-ish. There's a chance. Um, Depends what happens in the first. If, if a leader wins the first or an on pacer, they might just stamp him and it won't get better than three twenty. I just like a little. He sort of he got control. The, the day of his best win last prep, Ellsberg. He, he, he didn't dawdle in front, but he did get control. But there might be a little bit more competition for the lead. But that said, he's clearly the one to beat on the limit. Wait for mine. I think privatized too short where given where he's going to be in the run. Um, but I think he's got a chance. And as I mentioned uh, when talking about the map, I thought, I think Yardstick can go better. He comes out a week of weaker races, but I think he, they've just, if you look at the early sections, they've just gone far too harder in his, both his last two starts. With a more patient ride, right, he perhaps could improve. And yes, Rainbow Connection actually got, it was the one I wanted to be on when I first saw the fields at double figure odds. I think it's a, a real improver. But it's going to get back from 10 and, and the price is hard. So I don't think he's a bet at 750, but... Um, certainly an, an improver who can be in the finish. But uh, Ellsberg for me, but just want, uh, you know, if we can get around 360, 370, then um, I'll be looking to bet.
0: Just picking up on what you're both sort of saying there, the rail's out three metres on Saturday. We want, we're want we expecting, anticipating on pace suited by the sounds. Is that right, Mark Roden?
1: I, I'd say on pace will certainly not be a disadvantage. Um, this meeting last year, the fence was no good, but that was it started on a heavy eight. It's going to be a different proposition this time, of course, but um, last week on the true rail, the fence was not much good all day. Um, again, it was a bit softer that day, and the rail does go out three, so hopefully it's pretty fair, but um, do have an eye out for the fact that the fence might be no good.
0: Mark Sheen, have you been um, just checking and see if the taps have been turned on or off? Um,
2: well, they mentioned something in a tweet the other day that they were thinking about irrigating, which was mind-boggling. Yeah, um, but um, we've got a clear day here, and hopefully the taps will stay off. We've how had no get rain all
0: week.
2: Track races? Well, no rain all week. Surely you are entitled to have a good three, aren't we? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And how do you think that race is, like on pace suited? Oh, look, the fourteen hundred meter uh, races. Uh, I'd rather be on horses in the first half of the field anyway. Um, look, there's been a couple of meetings with two and three meter railway. the track's been, I think, pretty fair. So. At this stage, I'm thinking reasonably fair. Cool. Race
0: three is another 400-metre race. Um, This looks pretty busy.
2: Um, It looks chaotic. Who wants to start
0: here?
2: Well, the big news is great news has been scratched this morning, which was the pre-post favourite uh, cracked heel. So it's come out So big revamp of the market here. Uh, I'd expect Prince Aurelius to go forward, Pandano and Gemahara, uh, on speed as well So it looks like they'll cut along a little bit early
0: Does that still mean we want to be with those on pace horses Or with the anticipated sort of mad dash here We want to be midfield this race
2: Well I, th- I think Prince Aurelius only knows one speed And that's pretty hard So I think they will string out a bit here and, and run along Jemahara is a bit the same Likes to, to race on speed and roll So yeah I think um, I think everything will probably get their chance here Mark
1: Roden, do you like one here? Uh, yeah, the, I've had to adjust my thinking. I thought Great News was too short as favourite, so I was looking to back um, Pandano, but obviously it's got him to probably around his right price now. That said, he's a clear top pick. Uh, I like. I mean, he was dynamic in his qualifier win at Newcastle. Um, McDonald goes on, he looks to map perfectly, uh, and i I kind of like the fact they kept him fresh. I mean, that was late Feb. I think he won his qualifier, and they just said, right, we're in the half-million-dollar final. Let's just keep him on ice and keep him ticking over. I, I quite like that. He's definitely the one to beat. Um, I think Crystal Breeze will have been set for this. But, again, there's no price edges here, uh, from what I can see. Crystal Breeze, you wouldn't back to beat Pandano on what they saw at Newcastle. I just think he's set to peak, and if they run along, he'll get his chance. And I was quite – I think Prince Rialis is the one on the up, but um, – as Mark said, he's, he's a pretty keen goer and um, out to 1,400 in the big field and a and, and, you know, stronger field than he's met before. He might be vulnerable late. But, um, yeah, couldn't really uh, find a ruffie. Uh, it's just a price question again. What price am I prepared to take Pandano? But he's clearly on top.
0: So if, if we've seen the first two two races suit the on-pace horses, we might be with number three, uh, Prince Aurelius, who, like my little brother, is a bit of a mad puller. <laughs>
2: That could be that could too be much hard. information. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Looks, looks hard to beat Pandano. I thought Locke Lomond would run a race here, though. He's had three starts at Gosford, which you know uh, he looks a big strider to me. There was uh, he was in a race, and I think that race was was changed from Wyong back to Gosford. He was supposed to go to a thirteen fifty, and the race was came back to twelve hundred. They have got winkers on him here. Um, I think up to fourteen hundred with a strong rider like Tom Mark on he can certainly uh, run a race. So Pandano on top, but I'm going to have something on Loch Lomond as well.
0: Fascinating race here, race four. 1,200 metres, group two, two two-year-old fillies. Uh, This is a very Victorian sort of form references for you guys here. Uh, I don't know how to say this horse, but number two, Naj Matty, was dominant, explosive, paraded outstanding, Mark Sheen, looked easily the best and walked really well. No horse won like it won that day at Caulfield. There was a lot of merit to the win. Uh, Same story, though, for Crystal Bound, who was a $12 shot and not wanted in betting. Paraded fine, good, offered a really nice trial, which was the same as the other horse in the market there at Moonee Valley, but it was completely blessed in run at $12, and they they did run big time there at the Valley that night. Um, To my eye, I'd have the two in front of uh, Crystal (laughs) Bound, but again... I think the two would be further back than midfield, given the way it raced at Caulfield, and Crystal Bound's going to be there just trucking.
2: Yeah, I'm not too sure about that. Um, Najmati raced on speed in a couple of trials, and uh, she's drawn awkwardly in both her runs. So I think from Barry number four, she will take up a more prominent position, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, She's built like a tank, isn't she? She's got the biggest arse on her you've ever seen. Um, Lovely filly. Uh, I saw Crystal Band trial a couple of times before it raced and well, the Sydney trial was awful and then its Cranford trial was okay. Hard fence, uh Boone Valley on a leader's track comes up with barrier ten, so Najmati for me too a special.
1: Yeah, I uh yeah, it was hard not to be impressed with their Caulfield win. Um, I <coughs> I've come up with Trifacia. Um I see how COVID's come out which changes the um takes a little bit of speed out, but um, it really wasn't put in the race last time. Uh, there's a jockey change on today. I suppose it'll get back again, but i, um, I really liked her trial since their uh, last R2. So I was just leaning her way at the price, but Najmati clearly hard to beat. And I thought Crystal Band was too short as well. I thought um, had the buyers favors at Mini Valley, it's a 1,000 up to 1,200 and will have to be used early to get across as well. So I thought 360 was a, a bit short.
0: All right, let's head to race number five. It's the Australian Oaks, 2,400 metres. It's Group 1 for the Phillies. Mark
2: Shane, have you got a speed map here? Well, it looks to be a very little pace. Um, Harmony Rose, you would expect, would uh, be the early leader unless something breaks its normal pattern, should get left alone in front. Outside of that, though, it looks like a pretty hard sort of map to put together. Well, something's going to have to be ridden a lot closer than normal because there's nothing else in the race, really, that races near the lead apart from it. No, I suppose Monofilia, they rode closer in the derby. I suppose it will just roll across and try to be
1: fairly handy, and I wouldn't expect they'd be looking to get back to last again on Hungry Heart from Barrier 3 at
2: 2,400. Um, Amaralina doesn't look like it's got a lot of speed either. Probably be off pace. Yeah, yeah. It's... uh,
1: it does look like Harmony Rose gets control, and I suppose that's why she's favourite. Um, yeah, we, we talked about that binary at length uh, when we reviewed it, but, um, look, Hungry Heart was the only horse really to defy the bias of the day and came from last to beat her, but Harmony Rose, as we discussed, really did go far too hard in front that day. So, really, just as a question of which way you, which uh, which way you want to um, assess that. Um, <coughs> I, think, I actually think Hungry Heart might be the most talented horse in the race. Um, she certainly wouldn't be the first filly to win an Oaks on a class alone rather than staying ability, and it doesn't look like it's going to be a high-pressure race. As long as it doesn't get too far back, I could have her on top. I think Harmony Rhodes is the clear danger, especially if she does get control at a reasonable pace this time. She'll be, she'll be hard to get past. And then, much like the market, I thought Montefilia and Amarillina were on, on sort of the next line. Montefilia <laughs> is... Um, I mean, everyone's potting her at 2400 after the Victorian Oaks and the Derby last week, but maybe this time she'll be better for having the run under her belt at a mile and a half. This is the first time she's had two goes at the trip in a prep. Maybe that'll top her off. Uh, I could certainly see her winning, but I think the market is pretty right here. I think maybe Hungry Hearts a bit longer than it should be, um, but it's not a massive edge, so it's not, a, it's not a load the cannons race for me at this stage, but um, if uh, if forced, say Hungry Heart. Mark Sheen,
0: is the Adrian Knox a decent form reference for this race?
2: Look, I think there's been about two winners out of the last 10 years, Colette and Royal Descent. Royal Descent carried 59, which I think at the time was a weight-carrying record, so she went into that Oaks um, pretty prime. But apart from – well, Colette was dominant last year and she was a dominant wet tracker. So uh, generally, Wild Iris also won won the Adrian Knox. It was one who was on the improve. Look, it's been an okay form reference, but – probably the Storm Queen's been been a better race.
0: So I should give up on Bargain, who just skimming the data, stood out to me, and then I'll see Barrier 1.
2: Yeah, yeah well I was on run. Bargain for something the other day too, but I, I do think she's a much better wet tracker, Dico. if you look at all her form, I think um, her her runs do improve normally when she, she gets slow ground, so an improving track might be against her, but she will run the trip, that's one thing in her favor. I'm going for Harmony Rose just because of the fact that she's been on speed in two fast run races at the last two starts, and does seem to uh, to get some sort of control in front here early, or at the very worst be second or third in what looks to be a slow run race on paper. Hungry Hearts, the danger for me. I think that's the form race uh, leading in. Righto, race six,
0: 1200 meters, Group Two, the three year olds. <coughs> this is a hot little race. Or is it? Is it just a? They've got this completely wrong, and it's a, there's a complete and utter certainty here. I think there might be. Uh, September run is just favourite from Isotope. I repeat, September run is only just favourite from Isotope.
1: <laughs> You're telegraphing what you think uh,
0: pretty clearly. I think, uh, Jack. Well, I think Isotope. Uh, let me just let me just scroll down my punting form page. So, Isotope SP $2.15 in the three year old guineas on the Gold Coast in the Magic Millions race. September run SP $2.80 in uh, the New Market at Flemington. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. How is this thing not $2? I think it's an absolute, it's a. It's, a, it's just a non thinking, you don't have to overthink this bet. Uh, Barrier one maybe is a concern. Um, the map may be a concern. This horse was enormous in the Moyer, enormous, and paraded. So New Market Day, uh, Mark Sheen and Rob Scurry, he'll be watching. It was real antsy and toey and a bit of a, like, had the shits a bit. Moyer walked almost like a panther, improved heaps, and and their performance improved heaps. I think there were excuses in the New market. She got a big hip and shoulder on jumping and was diggerized the whole way up the straight by Michael Walker on... Um, Gerald Ryan's horse uh, standout, um, but I, I just can't see how she doesn't start like closer to two dollars and barring a catastrophe,
2: just piss in. How, how do you explain her Sydney form? Then the only negative for me is that her Sydney form is not the, anywhere near the same as her Melbourne form. Uh,
0: my opinion there is that she, like, well, she hasn't raced in Sydney for a very long time. She she sort of came of age. Uh, Peter and I, more so Peter, was very big even even when she was toey at Flemington as to how much she'd grown and improved. This preparation, I, I think she's just taken a bit of time and and gone through her work. It's just a coincidence that she's been running in Melbourne. <coughs> I, I don't think it's enough to knock her in in Sydney like her, her SP profile in proper races. Like she's as good as Mars Crusader, who almost beat. Nature strip. Nature strip last week, like I just Craig Williams sticks. You know how much he loves cash. Like he is going to give this horse every single possible chance. This is a man who rode in Sydney last Saturday and then went home and went to Ballarat. It was snow... it snowed ice here, Mark, on Sunday morning. It I woke up, I thought it was snowing. I live on the beach. No bullshit, <laughs> right? This guy went to Sydney, came back and went to Ballarat, right? That's how much they love cash. This, this horse is going to get every possible from Barrier 1, every
1: possible. I think it'll be winning. Well, I don't really need to say anything, do <laughs> Uh But my concern... Look, I think you're, I think you're right on the, the form and the figures. And you brought up the Barrier 1, which is a negative. The, if I was a bookie and I was desperate to get her beaten, I would say that her four best runs have all been down the Flemington Strait, and that is always a reason you can oppose one if you want to. That said... Um, I think if a turning track, if you're going to find a turning track that suits a Randwick's going to be it. Uh, one turn and spacious track as well. Uh, yeah, you're quite right. The four the mines are just much, much stronger. She was totally unsuited at Mooney W last start. Um, and I just, yeah, I mean, I think she's a better horse than Isotope and I think above $3 is a bet. Um, isotope's pretty foolproof and um, talented and honest. She's, she's next pick and... Um, Wild Ruler back to three-year-old grade. Run off his legs in the car and see would be third pick. But, yeah, I'm I'm not uh, as bullish as you. I don't think it's possible for anyone to be as bullish about anything as you are about this horse, but I do have a query on top.
2: Mark C? Uh, the race was a yard watch for me. I wanted to have a look what September run looked like coming back from Melbourne. I, I think uh, Isotope paraded with some sort of improvement at Rose Hill and has been set for this race, whereas just about everything else has sort of had a... Had a run somewhere else. Um, uh, at this stage, I've got nine on top from eight, but um, I could easily change on the yard. I thought. I thought. Also, thought number
0: six Amish Boy was some some hope and like a fair price. Good in the new market. He's
1: been four fallen short in Sydney before, which worries me. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's run. What was he third in the new market? I think or fourth.
0: Yeah, or? third. He was suited. Um, but I, and I agree with that Flemington straight thing. But that that's the run at Moonee Valley is the, like what's got me over yeah. the, the line. Yeah, fair enough. Race number seven, lads, is a 3,200-meter Sydney Cup. The Melbourne Cup's poor, poor cousin. It's a group one. Shit, it's a group one. Um, should we go through the market for the group one? That? No, oh, no, not really. Speed map. <laughs> Speed map, <laughs>
1: Uh, speed map in the two mile race I had uh, the Gay Waterhouse horses Sacramento and Hush Rider and Spirit uh, will be up there with Spirit Ridge um, good idea from Barrier 1 won't be far away, thought Sound might roll forward um, up to two miles
2: as well but yeah, they've got plenty of time to think about it.
0: What about favourite moon, where's it Matt?
2: I'd be right there I'd say Yeah, fairly handy 5th to 6th rail okay yeah i like uh, she's ideal here um i have been a victim of uh, her for quite some time but uh, i just think coming out of a placing in the in the or bmw or whatever they call it now down to 50 kilos this has uh, been a uh, a number of horses have done this been placed at that weight trade race and then come back to a handicap um think she'll see the trip out and um, hit the line quite strongly the other day I think Spirit Ridge is an improver. He's paraded poorly at uh, both his runs this time in. Was very keen uh, when he led last uh, time out. They've taken the blinkers off him. So I think uh, he had a lot of improvement looking at him in the yard. So uh, he was left in front the other day, and I'm hoping that he can get a trail from Barry number two. So I've got him in for second. And although Southern France was just in the wrong part of the track all the way at... Uh, Rose Hill, I missed the prize, unfortunately, though. But um, 12 on top for me in the Sydney Cup.
1: Yep, I'm the same. Um, she did She did have a – she was rails in run on a day where that was a big plus in the tanker, but still, I mean, second to Sir I who we're going to give a – everyone's giving a chance to in the Queen Elizabeth. That's a stronger form on than most of these have, and she dropped down to 50 kilos. I think she should be favourite. I think – the I mean – Favourite Moon, I imagine, has some improvement to come, and Realm of Flowers was huge in the Manion Cup, but I just thought that race was terrible, really, um, in comparison to some of the other four mines um, we're facing here. So I, I I think there's a bit of... This market's a bit upside down because Favourite Moon and Realm of Flowers are favourite and second favourite, so it can go around them. I think Shears Ideal should be favourite. i um, I'm This might run last, but um, the Chosen One's 3,200 metre form is sensational. Um mm. He was horrible in the Tanker, um, but not many of those could be running placings in, you know, or th- running top four in Caulfield and Melbourne Cups. He ran second in this last year, so just on on the strength of his 3,200 meter form, I don't want to lose in him if he's going to be around 20 to one. Um, and I'm going to um, chase my money on Rondonella, who I was on last week and done all but win at um, at good odds. Um, just ran into quick thinker, the the wet tracker, and they beat the others by about six. Um, that was a really truly run 2,600 meter race. And she was um, strongest on the line, uh, if anything. So the 3,200 should hold no fears for it, and she's got <laughs> no weight as well. So I'll probably back all three of those. Um, she's ideal, the main play, who, I, as I said, I think should be favourite. Um, Spectre, the chosen one, and um, Ronda No.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, here we go. The, the Queen Elizabeth, a weight for age group for one, over 2,000 metres. Um, they're calling this the the race of the century. Uh, we've got the international Adabe versus Sir Dragon A, the Cox Plate winner, versus Very Elegant, uh, the Caulfield Cup winner, and Mugatu, the All Star Mile winner. It's a real sort of headline of battle here. What price does Very Elegant start first, boys? I'm going to say two
2: dollars. Yeah, I think uh, I think she'll be a firmer on the day, depending on. Uh depending on the track, um, if we get a little bit of rain, which they're predicting. well they turn the tap on. Or they turn the tap on. You're right. Okay.
1: What price, Mark, Roden? I don't know. If, if, if it's genuinely good, neither of these two are at their best on firm. I reckon they both want Sting Out for their absolute best. Um, so I... <laughs> You know, that's, it, that's an if I see the forecast has changed again. It's gone from 3 to 10 to 0 to 2 to 0 to 5. So if the rain comes, it suits them both and probably a day even more than very elegant if they get rain during the meeting. Um, but if it's, if it's a genuinely good track, like if they don't irrigate and they don't get um, rain, it could even throw up a result and I'm just not sure what. It, I, I wouldn't completely discount any of the seven of them on a, on a genuinely dry track.
0: More um, old dallasan like imagine the yeah. head noirs this this horse has. Like, oh. hopefully horses can't overthink things because I think this thing was in the new market.
1: Yeah, it's
0: uh, like this race against September well, Run.
1: Right. Who's in, oh, anyway. it? Anyway, There was a bit of money for Castle last week too, and he ran, <laughs> <laughs> ran ran good. good. He's yeah. a good horse. He's just confused. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you got? A, can you give us a lead, Mark? Because I'm I've just completely confused myself. I think.
2: Um, yeah, well, it's interesting the blinkers going on a day, but I don't know that that's a savage rap, is it, for a seven-year-old to be getting the blinkers for the first time? Well, Look, when he came here, we are all saying, oh, his form in the UK was better uh, this year than, than last year, and uh, he's put in a, a run a little bit below par compared to last year, and uh, his rating was down, and now they've put blinkers on him, so... It, that concerns me a little bit.
1: He did improve, um, even though he won both starts last autumn, he did improve the second up from first up. Yeah, but he got a bog the second time. He, did he got check, an absolute yeah, bog at Ramek the second it, time. His dry track form in the UK is poor, really. Yeah. Uh, it's it's length off his best.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I want to rush into this race. I've got very elegant on top for the record, only because last year when she ran in this race, she was coming back from the 2400. And I think mm. she was over the top by the time she got back there. She'd won the Tankard. she won the ran in the ran, vet, ran in the Tankard, and they've missed the Tankard this year to keep her a bit fresher. But um, yeah, I'd probably want to be winning to, to butter up at around six to four. Is Sir
0: is Sir Dragon a or oh, tremendous unders here?
1: Is he a wet tracker
2: as well? Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Um, well, you look at that field that he beat the other day, it's like it's she's all there. Yeah, they're all two milers, Miami bound. You know, the, it, it wasn't a true weight for age race, was it? And, and then even the, the week prior, Sorry, it was a kind ride at Rose Hill. He just let yeah. very Elegant push him out of the way. They're coming to the turn, but he did look safely held up the straight. And he SP'd $14
0: versus, like, $280. They're elegant there. And now yeah, we won't we take half up. that
1: going awful in Melbourne. He couldn't be any shorter than $14 in the round that day, but he, he showed a glimpse that day and then... I mean, he hasn't gone to his... His Crocs Plate win was a fair bit better than his tankred win, even though he was dominant in that race. It just shows how weak the tankred was, really. Um, and I think he'd won it to rain. They have, they have a chance of turning these over at 2000 Um Yeah.
0: Right. There's the Queen Elizabeth punters. Now we head to the Queen of the Turf. 600 metres. Group 1, wait for age. The Phillies are or, well, same story as the last race. What prices probably will start here? Kosh and Soda.
1: Um, if she parades well, very, very short indeed. I would suggest. I mean, Mark I Sheen. She she started favourite. She started three fifty against Russian Camelot and Magatu Magatu in All Star mile.
0: Let's not talk about fucking Russian Camelot anymore. Sorry, he's retired now. You don't have to worry about him. But, How uh, didn't it win?
1: honestly but, and then okay so you totally forgive that run the track was heavy by that stage which she doesn't like and before that she's not knock, knocking over arcadia queen in the futurity i mean i i speaks.
0: think that the track was a was a heavy uh, that day by the time she raced to mooney valley i think they kept it a sauce so she didn't scratch yeah well, she, um, she paraded like a like a fucking panther she was like perfection um, I think she starts two bucks and I think she's as good a better as September run. I'm going to have a little, like, victim all up the two of them. Like,
1: oh, look, I, I'd be interested in backing her in any race on the card. At, at Wait for age, you know, against Mayors. she's ridiculously well placed. You know, you odium the yeah. second pick. She was um, she was good against um, Isotope first run in Sydney, but had the right run that day for the pattern. Um, I think they. I think they're too close together in the betting and, and Colette's third pick who needs it wet, so it, I
2: think she picks herself. Is yeah, Karen she, a concern? Sorry, mate?
0: Karen a concern? No,
2: no, 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 look, no, I, think, no. I think they'll string yeah, out you, won't they? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's,
1: worth a, it's worth a million. Yeah. it is a plus, if any, in a million
2: dollars. Yeah. Uh, look, I think you have to have her on top. You just forget she went round the other day. She, watched she won four of the last six, and um, with two failures on wet ground in between. So um, thrown in against Phillies uh, and Mares at level weights. sodium, the only one I could uh, entertain as a danger. Simple. Yeah, Done. Yep. <clears throat>
0: Lucky last punters race ten. Ten of the best. Uh, Tefane's 12 dollars here in a 1,200 metre Group 2 race for fillies and mares. Mark Sheen, have
2: you got a bit of a speed map for the punners here? Speed map. uh, I think Adalong will go forward. Um, Emanate's been on speed, but I think they'll probably try and take a sit. for Seeker, Sweet Deal, California Zimbol. So I think Adalong looked the leader to me, unless I've missed one there somewhere. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, Adalong... I think the leader, twelve hundred. Um,
1: I think there'll be yeah. Uh, I think she's the designated leader, and there'll be a, fi- a bit of pressure just because of the size of the field. Mm-hmm. There'll be uh, you know, really fifteen of them. People will be pushing forward to try and get their positions early, so there should be good speed. And for that reason, I've landed on the New Zealander in Trivière outside Barrier. <coughs> it's scary on paper, but it. Um, uh, Joe McDonald won the last race in identical setup on Matchmaker, another New Zealander last week. Admittedly, the track was <coughs> favouring horses coming down the middle. By then, we don't know that that'll be the case tomorrow. But I was very taken with her last win in New Zealand. She's got a great record, won five out of six, I think, in an established trial since. Um, and I'm not just uh, on the figures I get from New Zealand; she's uh, competitive or ahead of uh, what the Australian mares uh, have been doing. Tefani has had a kidney infection, I read. So, um, whether she's, I mean, obviously at her best, she'd beat these, but um, whether she's going to be at her best first up after that setback is going to be a question mark. Um, seasons is flying. If Barrier One's not a disadvantage by Race 10, I think she's in the race. And what am I up to after that? California Zimbal. Been waiting for Wanderbar to get to Randwick. Uh, she's flying without winning, but. Um, you know, she's managed to possibly cop co- co- a dry track on a future day at Rambik, which is about a hundred to one itself. But um, if it was a wet track, I'd have her much closer um, to Intraviere. But as it stands, we am going three um, pretty, pretty clear on top from seven, seven,
2: five, and eleven. Uh, yeah, I'm with Wonderbar, even though uh, she is on a dry track here. I thought it run, two runs ago, which was definitely on a dry track, be- behind California Zimbal um was a very good run that was just in the wrong lane completely at Rosehill the other day we've seen cascadian come out of that same lane and win so it was just a no-go zone out wide there she still made up a lot of ground i think from a a better draw here um and probably a little bit of juice still in the track uh, you wouldn't know what they're likely to do so 11 wonder bar on top uh am uh, very worried about this new zealand Mare, Entrevert, who has sprinted brilliantly at a last couple of wins and also a great trial since, as Mark suggested, and uh, Seasons looks to be flying. Lesbridge looks to have got her back on track and from Barrier number one. Should get a good run. The other one, who might run an improved race, Fiesta, who's yeah. been in two races where they just haven't uh, – the pattern hasn't suited, so I wouldn't say she's hopeless either, but uh, 11 for me, Wunderbar.
0: Righto, boys best bet value bet for the punters at home. I'll have a uh, September run into a Probabil all-up
2: Mark Shane, what do you got best? Um, I like Ellsberg in the second and Najmardi in race number four and uh, I'll probably like converge in the first I would say beautiful
1: Yeah, I'm with you on September run and probable. I think they both look very, very hard to beat, and just at a better price, I'll, I'll make it the Kiwi in the last in Trivia.
0: Beautiful work, boys! Thank you very much. Um, Coach and Sada, what, what's your monthly in
1: and out units? Are you flying? Um, will be better if um, Reese Jones had done a better job on that thing in the nine hundred meter race at Newcastle yesterday. But we we're up about twenty. Uh, oh, <laughs> I didn't have it after that. Um 20, I think we we're plus twenty off for a spend of about. 40, so 50% on turnover. So we'll...
0: Airborne, uh, head to the mailbag.com.au, check it out, support the team. Um, big days racing. Rob Scurry, is fucking airborne. I don't know if, if Mr. Sheen's been in his ear and just giving him a little bit of wisdom. I don't know, but something's happened, and
2: Roberto Scurry is... <laughs> I'm not going near that. I'm not going anywhere near Iron. that.
0: I <laughs> am. Enjoy, enjoy the championships. Bye for now.
2: Thanks, mate. See ya.